Welcome back to the Lightly Salted Podcast. I am your host, Jesse, with a good friend and fellow host, Brody. Yeah, I'm back. He is here. Yeah. He'll be here always, so get comfortable, cozy in, and first, you can hear my chair squeaking, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't but, like uh, that either. <laughs> but first... We, we've had mic issues yet again. Yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. Already back into it, already having the mic issues, but... First, we're going to go ahead and jump in. I have a little activity for us, uh, so I think it's going to be fun. But I heard on the radio the other day that they are making a Clue reboot. You're kidding. Yeah, swear to God. Heard on the radio. Jason Bateman is directing and starring in it with Ryan Reynolds. And so that's two out of the... uh, Let me fix my chair real quick so you all don't hear that. They did not like that either. Let me move that over there. All right, so that's two uh, two stars that we have there. But I thought it'd be fun to let, let's let's come up with a lightly salted cast list for this movie. Okay. So obviously, so do they, do, do, uh, question. Question. Yes. Go ahead. Do they have what roles they're in? Like, do they know? Do they no, know what roles? No. They're all in? we know is Jason Bateman and Ryan Reynolds. Those are the only two casts that we know so far, and those are the only two. Uh, the only two um, people that we know attached to it, but I think um, so. Now, we can... now, now, have you seen the original 1985 version of Clue? Yes. Okay. So here I am. I'm looking at the original cast because I'm the laptop guy. I have the computer, and um, I need to pull up a photo because I, w- I want them all side by side because there are the yeah okay. So you have uh, Colonel Mustard, Mr. Yeah. Green, Professor Plum, and Wadsworth. Well, know, Wadsworth doesn't really matter. I think we should let's stick to the, well, no, the because, board game. Well, no, because Wadsworth is in the movie. That's part. Like if they're making a true remake to the nineteen eighty five one, they're going to have a Wadsworth. That's true. And, but for right now, let's stick and, to like board game characters. So and, that's Colonel Mustard, Professor Plum, Mister Green, Miss Miss Pe- Peacock, Miss White, and Miss Scarlet. So obviously, Jason Bateman. I guarantee he's probably going to be Professor Plum. Yeah, he just looks like a Professor Plum. And if we're looking at the old cast as well. Um, I'm definitely going to say that uh, Ryan Reynolds is going to be Mr. Green. You said Mr. Green? I was thinking Colonel Mustard. That's weird. No, I mean, look, look at this picture. Tell me, Ryan Reynolds looks like the guy that played Mr. Well, Green. Well, we don't need that. We need new. Do you well, see? Do you see any other people other than white in that photo? No, I do not. See, I, I, actually, I think I, we have a good opportunity oh, to really make an interesting clue here. If memory serves me right, oh, no, there is a black guy. Or, sorry, African-American guy. He probably dies first, though. Because no, if there's a black he, person, he dies, he dies third. Third? I, I, I believe okay. it's the cop. They kill the cook first. Spoiler alert. They kill the cook first, then they kill the motors, then they kill the cops. So that's the only black person in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we have a really good opportunity here. But obviously, Jason Bateman is Professor Plum. And now, who do you think Ryan Reynolds is? You said Mr. Green. Mr. Green, without a shadow of a doubt. Why? Why? What's what's Mr. Green got going? For? Mr. Green is like the timid character that you know, like you, you've seen the one where he's yeah. timid, he's clumsy. I feel like Ryan Reynolds could really play that well because he's like, he's very into like the high pitch. Like he could do, it's almost like Deadpool making fun of other people. Yeah, yeah. That's how he would play Mr. Mr. Green. Green. Yeah. All right. And now let's move on to Colonel Mustard. I have a uh, a man that I think would be very perfect for this role. Do you have any ideas? I have my guy. All right, do you, uh, on three, let's say them at the same time. Ready? Okay, one, one, two, two three. three. The Jonah Rock. Hill. Okay, we are on to two. two. Yeah. Actually, I just had a thought. I guarantee you I know who was probably going to be in this movie in some capacity and would be a good Colonel Mustard. Who? Kevin Hart. Why? Kevin Hart's in every movie. He's nowadays. so short. He he's, would not be a good Colonel Mustard. That's the funny of it. He's a colonel, but he's no. like he's like Napoleon. The I think colonel. they would want to actually make like a a good clue. or and you can't have like a good movie with Kevin Hart in it. Okay. 
I will give you one more. All right. Go I know ahead. you're the one that's giving me things, but I've taken this segment over. <laughs> Donald Glover. Donald Glover. I could I, I could see him more as Mr. Green than I Colonel could as Mustard. Well. Okay. So Let's then, swap it. Him, Mr. Green. Okay. So we, Ryan Reynolds, Colonel Mustard. So we got Professor Plum as Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Um, Donald Glover is Mr. Green. Yeah, I like that. Ryan Reynolds is Colonel Mustard. All right. Now, on listen to, to this. You ready for Miss Scarlet? Yeah. Zendaya. You want Zendaya to be in it. Zendaya to be in everything. Zendaya. I do. Zendaya. I do. Now, do you think of her being Miss Scarlet or Miss Peacock? I think of her being as Miss Scarlet because if Ms. you think Scarlet. about Miss Scarlet from the movie, she's you know that very much leading lady. So yeah, yeah. we're looking up. I'm, I'm got. So and then that leaves Miss Peacock and Miss White. So what what are your ideas on uh, on those two lovely ladies? Um, I don't know. I guess you know who I would like to see in a movie like this. Who? And I would I would say Miss White. Aquafina. Are you familiar with Aquafina? Aqua? No, not. She was in Crazy Rich Asians, and she was in. Um, uh, I, I saw that one. Yeah. She was also in um, uh, Ocean's Eight. She was the the. Oh, I the know magician. who that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She so was good. She was really good, and I'd like to see her in more things. So I'm going to say she's Miss White. Miss White. Yes. All right, now we got one more okay. Miss Peacock. Okay, hold on. I'm I'm writing all this down. Okay. So Miss Peacock. Who would be a good Miss Pe? I think this. Uh, I think Miss Peacock needs like a, like a funny charm to her, like a good like, uh, maybe like a ooh ooh ooh. Who's the chick that uh, just played Mary Poppins? Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt as uh, Miss well, Peacock. Look at everybody else that we have in this movie. I don't think Emily Blunt fl- fits with any of them. I I think her and Ryan Reynolds would. They would bounce be the off only each ones. other too. I was gonna say her and Jason Bateman would bounce off each other. Those three, yeah. really well. But I mean, you got—I mean, you got three like established actors and three like more up-and-coming ones. So I mean, that would work. Uh, I say throw Emily Blunt in em- there. Emily Blunt. All right. So read off our cast list for the so new clue. Professor Plum is Jason Bateman. I like it. Mr. Green is uh, Donald Glover. I like it. Uh, Colonel Mustard is Ryan Reynolds. Miss mm-hmm. uh, Scarlet is Zendaya. Miss White is Aquafina, and Mrs. Peacock is Emily Blunt. Hell of a cast. Hell of a quack cast. Yeah. Now, um, Speaking of it's in Daya, Yes. There's some big news today. Oh, I heard. Do tell. Spider-Man is back yes. in the MCU, baby. It is back the, in the, the MCU. The internet has won another victory that uh, <laughs> we we complained enough about something and something finally happened. It, and it, it works in the movie. It wasn't world. about sports or politics. We just complained about movies. And yeah. you know what? You know, the whole, most wholesome thing to do. Now, I will hold true to my theory that I believe it is because uh, Apple's going to buy Sony. I honestly I, don't think they're going to go through I, and buy it. I am. Because that's just, it. that's a, honestly, I think that's a, uh, they don't have a reason to. Like, what is their reasoning behind buying Sony? Obviously, Disney, like, had a reason to buy Fox when they, they were on the market, and that was to make more money, but also because they're both, like, movie companies, and some of their original characters are oh, in wow. What? There's a list. Um, this is the, the Wesley News. It's a Massachusetts, uh, it's the newspaper of Wesley College, and they have this big article about it. And get this. It says that in light of the stalemate and negotiations between Disney and Sony over the property of Spider-Man, Apple has revealed they're looking into buying Sony pictures for themselves. A list of new possible acquisitions by Apple was revealed by an investor analyst via Twitter, so it leaked including A24, Lionsgate, CBS, Sony Pictures, MGM, Netflix, and a gaming publisher. So apparently the leaked list is that Apple either wants to buy one of, some of, or all of these things. And I, if you, it, it, my thing is I have a problem with it. 
because if Apple buys literally all of these things, they're literally buying everything that Disney doesn't own. Yeah. So we're you have this, two companies. We're into the same paradox that we joked about for years that oh, eventually it's going to be Apple and Disney, and then one of them is going to buy the other, and we're going to have a mega entertainment company. And, and honestly, that's not how you get good movies. No. Like some of the best movies that we have seen re- lately have been from like <laughs> not Disney or, or not Sony or companies like that. I did realize that on this list. Neither one of them wants to buy Warner Brothers. <laughs> nobody wants that. Like DC, nobody Warner, that. nobody wants I don't know. That. that new Joker movie, man. I'm telling and, you. Until the Joker it. movie. Then they're going to be like, oh, we can, oh, we can dip, our, wow. dip our chips into this. We could do something here. <laughs> but, um, so the MCU has Spider-Man back for two movies. Yes, yes, it does. And theorizing on it. I One of them's, you know, they've obviously announced the third the uh, third Spider-Man movie, and then everyone else thinks it's going to be an Avengers. The funniest thing that I've seen today about it is that Tom Holland tweeted out the, a video clip from The Wolf of Wall Street where um, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, is addressing his his firm, you know, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am very excited for the fact that he is actually in the movie. Uh, it, it makes me a happy camper. I'm I'm glad that we it. don't have to go through a new Spider-Man, and we don't have to go through Uncle Ben getting shot. We don't have to go through a new yeah. origin story. We have we have what we want for now. Honestly, if uh, I don't, I don't think Sony. I I think Sony could make a good Spider-Man movie. I don't think they can make a good Spider-Man movie with Tom Holland for the fact that he's already been established in the MCU. I think that's that like taking everything that they just went and did and just throwing it away and trying to do something different. It wouldn't work. I think my biggest problem with it isn't the fact that like, oh, Sony wants to make a new. My my problem with it is that they've literally built post Avengers Endgame and even in Avengers Endgame. The new story arc that's carrying Marvel into oh, yeah. the new generation is, wow, Peter Parker's the new Iron Man, yeah. and we've it's got, we've so got to, you know, he's got to adjust, learn to adapt. And then when they took him away, everyone was like, "What are we gonna do? Yeah, we literally. have no story. We're all banking on Sony playing nice with Disney, and that's honestly the writers' fault because they need to have something, somebody else that could have taken up the reins. Yeah, like someone, Doctor Strange. Well, they've they've already later. given um, Falcon. He's already got the okay. mantle of Captain America. But, I mean, so. that's fine, and I'm all for that, and I think that's good. But honestly, do you see Falcon leading an Avengers movie? Not really. No, but I, I mean, I think he's got a good he's got a good chance. Oh, he's good, but I just don't think that he's like you had Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans for what 22, 23 movies at this point, and then you have Tom Holland, who's a young up and comer. We can watch him grow for ten or fifteen more years, and then you have like what's the guy's name, Anthony Mackie, where he's just like. Yo, what up, guys? I'm the Falcon. Yeah, honestly, I never... Um, all those, like, minor characters in the Avengers movie, like him or, like, War Machine or, like, other people like that, I never... What? There was a tweet that just says, We did it, Mr. Stark. We did it. And oh. Said, yeah. <laughs> and then there's one of them. Twitter is great. Um, is. There's one of them that says... It's from Screen Junkies, you know, our, our favorites. And um, Oh, I've seen some of their stuff, yeah. Yeah, it says, he did it in all caps. And it's that scene from Homecoming where he's pulling the boat back together. And oh. It's Marvel <laughs> on that one is, end and Sony pictures on the other one. So That is very it's, it's the top two trending, top three spots on Twitter are all Spider-Man, Spidey, and Tom Holland. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it, it's taken everyone by storm. I, it's uh, definitely an uh, pro- actual problem. I'm probably going to get in trouble, but... Um, for my uh, FYS one twenty nine comic book class, you know that yielded the flaming carrot story from last week. Um, the Canvas chat isn't closed to where anybody can send a message in Canvas and notify the whole class. Oh yeah. So me being the uh, extra person I am, I said, "Hello everyone, comma hope everyone's having a good day." Period. In other news, 
Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Everyone rejoice. Have a good day, period. And then send it out to the entire like 18-person class on nice. campus. Yeah. Now, you're lucky that he probably has more than one of those classes, and you just send it to the entire student body of the FYS 129 <laughs> or whatever. Um, so everyone who has uh, Dr. Sturge or whatever his name is just now has your tweet. I'm is he say, a doctor? Yeah, he is a doctor. Okay. He's, he's not a comic book teacher exclusively. Oh, there's an announcement. I hope it's not. Please don't use this for... It's probably, please uh, please don't use this for your personal benefits. But um, when that whole thing did come out, uh, everyone was on Disney's side of it for, I mean, obvious reasons. It's a, a, a character that you enjoy. Or the whatever. exact opposite thing happened. Oh, did Nobody's he? read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's like the rest of your tweets. It's okay. That's okay. <laughs> but uh, when when the thing came out, everyone was on um, Disney side or whatever. But honestly, I, I congratulated Sony for actually, you know, not giving in to just Disney being like, "Hey, we're gonna take more money from you, and you're gonna be okay with that." So I mean, like, obviously, I still want Tom Holland in an MCU, but I'm glad that uh, Sony actually kind of held their ground. Yeah, that's all great, but uh, like I said, I ha- I'm, uh, that's cool. I'm glad that they stuck up for something. I just wish it wasn't, you know, with Spider-Man, you know, something that everyone loves and is finally glad that somebody got right for once that is not, you know, Tobey Maguire walking down the steps <laughs> doing that or, you know, Andrew Garfield's absolutely atrocious version of Spider-Man. Yeah, those, uh, but yeah, I, I do think it's definitely something that you can uh, go broader with whereas like these big companies are going to come in and they're going to kick around and obviously sony isn't a smaller company but comparative to disney sony is a smaller company oh yeah um and so it's nice to see that the smaller companies can still you know put in a decent fight against the big companies until the whole internet revolts and now, I don't know what the terms were money-wise, actually. I haven't uh, looked I'm into sure it. I'm sure there's a lot of money going to a certain company. Probably. Hopefully. I mean, I mean, especially if Disney's like, oh, no, you know, Apple may buy them. There's just going to be a lot of lot of money thrown in. It's going to be very interesting to see how this unfolds in the next... Because uh, the new Spider-Man comes, comes out in 2021, which I, d- I don't remember the uh, Marvel lineup for 2021, but something that means something's got to go and something's got to come in and Spider-Man's coming in and whatever... Scarlet Witch or whatever is out, so. Well, yeah, that, that was about to be what I asked you. Is it like, okay, so you look at 2021. You, here's the, the timeline. You've got Black Widow and then the Eternals and then Shang-Chi and then Doctor Strange. Okay, so the movie's coming out in 2021. I'm making sure. Okay, so 2021, you've got Shang-Chi... Doctor Strange, and Thor Love and Thunder. Which one of those are you going to boot out? I can tell you which one I'm going to boot out, <laughs> but I want to know which one you're going to boot out. Man, that's such a hard decision. I don't know. What did Honestly. it say it was coming out in 2021? Because that will that'll be the telltale. You just said what was coming no, out no, in no, 2021. No, no, no. I mean, when did it say the Spider-Man was coming out? Uh, August? Out. July. Maybe, I think it was July. I don't know. You pull up the tweet and see if you can find it real quick. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I googled Spider-Man three out of instinct, and it's the yeah, it's the Tobey Maguire Sam Raimi one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the only July sixteenth, twenty twenty one. So really, I guess what Marvel's doing is decided like, okay, well, we've already had this plan without Spider-Man. So in twenty twenty one, we are getting four Marvel movies, and we're getting WandaVision, Loki, What If, and Hawkeye. So we're gonna have eight Marvel properties. Oh. All coming out in one year. So they're not getting rid of anything. At the current juncture, no. So we're pretty much going to get... 2021 is going to be the year of, like, 
Marvel overload because if you think about it, they have one movie to come out each quarter and one TV series to come out each quarter. So we're never going to go more than two and a half, three months without a brand new Marvel thing coming out. They probably won't even do it like that. They'll probably do like Shang-Chi, Disney+, Plus, whatever, Disney+, yeah, Plus, yeah. whatever, Disney+. Plus. And if you think about it, I mean, that's like Marvel's going to make millions of oh, billions yeah. of dollars. I mean... Oh, they already do anyway. I mean, so. yeah, but I'm actually excited. 2021 out of this whole thing is the most... Stunned. I am most excited for the Doctor Strange. I am Because it's going to be the first Marvel horror movie. Yeah, they said it's going to be a horror movie, and I'm like, how do you do that? I mean, but, you know... I am 100% for it. I guess I guess they're going to see how New Mutants works out, because that's supposed to be like a superhero horror movie. And oh, they're is gonna, it? They're going to make it better. But the thing about New Mutants that's interesting in that train of thought is that, like... That's a Fox movie that was filmed and ready to put out, and then Disney bought Fox, and they're like, well, we have this completed movie. Yes, we can just put it out here and see how people like it, because it's not like, it's of the X-Men, but it's not an X-Men movie. Yeah. It's like other non-not-as-popular X-Men. Like, they have, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? I'm going to blank now. Charlie Kirk. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, you know the actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm going to make sure I got his name right. <laughs> but I, I do think it's interesting how... No, um, that's, not, that's not the right guy. Oh, is it not? No. Oh. Oh. Well, it doesn't matter. Just continue. The, the big brother from Stranger Things. Will, no, not Will Byers. Jonathan Byers. Okay. Yeah. Yes, long yeah. hair guy. Long hair Chips guy. Chips Ahoy or whatever. No, 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 the other guy. The other guy? The other guy. The one that's with Nancy. Nancy. I thought that was the Chips Ahoy guy. I don't watch Stranger Things, so... Yeah, everyone... everyone Charlie Heaton, that's his name. Not Charlie Kirk. Charlie Kirk's a writer. Um, <laughs> what does he look like? It's it's this guy. You'd know him if you saw him. Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, anyways, so he plays a guy in this movie, and he's like one of the bigger the bigger people in it. And I would love to see him in the MC- MCU as someone totally different. I really hope that they like figure out a way to finagle this to where it's not in canon, and they like market it as like. A not, Fox movie. Like, yeah. not a real superhero movie in the MCU, because I would love to see him in the MCU, but as something totally not just a one-off character. Because, yeah, I mean, New Mutants doesn't look that good. I mean, it, well, if, if I, I doubt Disney really did anything. They probably just put their name on it and then send it out there. Um, I'm willing to bet money that they're, they're, we don't know when it's really coming out yet. Oh, you think they're actually going to change it? Uh, I mean, I think that they will reshoot parts of it, or they will cut stuff out to where it's like, this is not really an X-Men movie. It'll be like, it was all a dream, or it was all an alternate reality. Or, you well, know that's how, stupid. You know how the X-Men are. The X-Men movies, they just make what they want, and they just don't care about continuity whatsoever. That's true. Yeah. Uh, we did go see that last one. It was not very good. No, it wasn't. No. no it wasn't. Uh, Magneto, you know, goes from, like, finally just trying to get away from it all to being like, Oh, Jean Grey is very powerful. We must kill her because she killed Mystique. I really thought, when I first saw the trailers for the movie, I thought that... It would be good? No. <laughs> I, I never thought that. Um, the, the main chick in it, who was she? Was that Jean Grey? Yeah, the girl from uh, Game of Thrones. I thought she was the same character in the Marvel movies, also with the red, red little you thought disc. thought she was Scarlet Witch? Yeah, I yeah. thought they were the same. No. No, they look kind of the same, though. No, they're definitely not the same. They really do look the same. Yeah, no, they're definitely not yeah. the same person. Like, that's definitely Jean Grey, and Scarlet Witch is a totally different actor, actress, and, uh, you know. They are? Yeah, totally different. Um, Elizabeth Olsen plays Scarlet Witch, and then... Uh, I don't know, they look the same to me, so that... 
the the girl with the dragons from Game of Thrones plays the uh, oh. plays Jean Grey. Well, all right. Yeah, yeah. They did they did look the same to me. So that's... I mean, they look the same to you. They, I mean, it, they pretty much have these same powers in in a, yeah in, in essence. Yeah. And I, I thought it was kind of just like a knockoff Captain. Knockoff Captain. Well, Captain they, Marvel. They changed a lot of it because they thought it was too similar to Captain Marvel. Well, that movie was supposed to come out before Captain Marvel. But it didn't. No, but yeah. imagine if it did, and then Captain Marvel came out. That'd be such a big win for Fox. It really would. Like they ripped up our movie. Except, yeah. Yeah. Now I do think with the X Men and the MCU, and then we'll we'll definitely talk about something else because we we've, we've spent a long time talking about this. Yeah, about movies. Like thirty minutes talking about just Spider Man, but that's the big news of the day. It is. It's the most important news of the day. Um, I think that for the X Men, they're keeping Deadpool for you know more Deadpool Obvious. stuff because he's great. I think that they should keep a lot of the people that they have as the X-Men and just do like a... Uh, Better one? We'll figure out a way to like not reintroduce them with an origin story, but figure out a way to just like introduce them into the MCU. Like if they do the Secret Invasion storyline, make it from an alternate universe or like something. Mm, yeah. Because I think that James McAvoy's is young Professor X is great. I think that the dude that plays Beast is great. I think the dude they got to play Magneto is great. I think that they have some really good casting there mm-hmm. and they're just going to throw it away. I mean, like who else are they going to get? Because literally every other actor... It's either already in the MCU or has been in one of the Fox movies, and they don't want them. So, like, who are they going to get to play Charles Xavier? Uh, they'll Magneto? find someone. I don't think they'll actually keep the same cast. Uh, I think the only two that they're going to keep are, um, I just blanked. Ryan Reynolds for Deadpool, and yeah. then Hugh Jackman for Wolverine. They they pretty much said that if they can get Hugh Jackman to do Wolverine again, they're going to get Hugh Jackman to do Wolverine. Obviously, again. that was literally the best. The other person I've seen that they would that the internet, you know, us in our complaining ways that we'll get Spider-Man back. The only other people that person that we would want to have play Wolverine is um okay, so you don't watch Stranger Things. So it's Billy from Stranger Things, but you remember the Power Rangers movie that we went to go see. Yes. The Red Ranger. They want him to play. They want him. There's actually some really good some really good looking for those of you who can't see me. This microphone situation. I'm like contorting my body to look on my laptop. Um, it's kind of funny, actually. You should you should check it out sometime. Come to the uh, Hodges Library right now. Oh, well, I guess don't come right now. But I if mean, you right, telepathically, right, if you came right now, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, telepathically, yeah. <laughs> just like last one. You'll tell me tell. Oh, we did find out. Brody did say, uh, "Welcome was, to the Lightly Salted Podcast." I was right. He did say it at the beginning. I was right. You all. Oh, hey. Never mind. All my theories out the window. The internet has already done one better. The internet, and this is this is on the alternative press, so you know. There's a petition on the internet from Marvel fans to have okay. Danny DeVito bring oh <laughs> to bring Wolverine in, into the MCU. They want Danny DeVito to play Wolverine. That is not a real petition. It is a real petition. That is a meme. It, it is it is that real is petition. a meme. They're doing it as a meme, but it's a real petition. I would honestly, if they were ballsy enough to figure out some way How? to make that happen, no, I would, I would sell all of my possessions and go move into the woods. Oh my god, yeah. I couldn't even imagine Danny DeVito as Wolverine. You can, you can imagine this guy as Wolverine though. I mean, look, he, he looks like he could be. Wolverine. Is that the Red Ranger guy? Yeah, it's the Red Ranger guy. He could be Wolverine. I mean, that him, that give, role is Hugh Jackman. Give him some cigars and some. Some claws. That's like um, white claws. 
that's like before killing off Iron Man. That's like just replacing him last minute and being like, oh, this is a different Iron Man. There are several, several, several articles that say that like it's not confirmed yet because they haven't con- confirmed that they're bringing the X-Men in like in what capacity. They, they say they're bringing them in just like the Fantastic Four, but they haven't confirmed yeah. it yet. And pretty much everybody's like, yeah, he's going to be the next Wolverine. There's, there's nobody else they would cast except for him. I mean, look at this guy. He looks perfect. You know, I'm like, if, they'll get, if they don't get Hugh, I'm okay with them doing it. Because if they want to make everybody young, Hugh Jackman ain't young anymore. Like, well, I mean, look at Sam Jackson and Captain Marvel. Look what they did to him. They can do the same thing to Hugh do Jackman. Do you want them to de-age Hugh Jackman? I mean, it wouldn't take much. But do you want them to de-age Did Hugh you Jackman? see the convincing Samuel L. Jackson in that movie? That is the only de-aging that I've seen so like, far. You that, didn't like the uh, post-mortem Grand Moff Tarkin been dead for like Well, that wasn't years. de-aging. That was bringing back to life. They resurrected the man. That was cool. That was cool. I, uh, I am a, this is not a Marvel movie, obviously, no. but Rogue One, one of the most one underrated the, yes. movies ever. It is a great movie. Oh, yeah. And I was so disappointed when they said that they weren't going to do any more spin-off movies because that's, that's what I looked forward to in like the summer months because i mean solo wasn't good but it was definitely a good like summer blockbuster it didn't have to be a star wars film it could have been uh fine on its own it could have been a good standalone film just in space or whatever but since the fact that it was a star wars film that's why it didn't do as good but they said that they weren't going to do anymore until the star wars saga is completely over so after this year when december 21st comes around then they're going to do some more they're going to do more, but our Obi-Wan... I thought about this, and I wanted to make sure I got my facts straight. But yes, in 2020, Disney Plus will start shooting an Obi-Wan Kenobi yep. Star Wars limited series starring Ewan McGregor. Yes. And, and by gosh, we've missed him. We have <sighs> I missed, love that man. We've missed our Obi-Wan. That is undoubtedly the highlight of the, of the prequel prequels. trilogy. That is, and like the lightsaber battles. Yeah, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, I, I would... I don't see anyone else's Obi-Wan Kenobi. They Not can, even the original. Yeah, the original Obi-Wan Kenobi doesn't even hold up compared to him. Yeah, yeah, Like, really. that, that's just Obi-Wan for yeah. me. Yeah. And that is one thing that the prequels did. I mean, Ewan McGregor did great. The prequels oh, yeah. were terrible. <laughs> but uh, Ewan McGregor did you He did a really good do. job. What? I mean, and this, this would have to be done in such a way that would appease Star Wars fans, which is harder than appeasing Marvel fans. It really is. Star Wars fans are picky because there's three generations of them. Whereas thing, Marvel fans, it's just like I would, eh. I would argue that there's two because if you think about it, we were pretty much like. I well, get, the first when the, the first Iron the Man first came one, out. No, I'm not talking about Iron Man. I'm talking about the 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 Phantom Menace came out before we were born. You know, we were born in 01. Well, I, I was born in 2000. Well, you were born in 01. Attack of the Clones came out in 2002, and Revenge of the Sith came out in 2005. I remember going to see. This is fun fact. Revenge of the Sith was the first PG-13 movie I ever saw. Oh, really? And I went to see it in theaters when I was four. And because I had gotten into Star Wars like that year, and then they were like, oh, we're releasing a new Star Wars movie. And I remember my mom covered my eyes in the theater when Mace Windu was getting, you know, like, electrocuted. Yeah. And I like ripped her hand away, and she was shocked. And she was like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, it's Star Wars. You know, I was, I was into it. But honestly, but there I, are I, three generations of it. Because you have the 70s and uh, early 80s generation of mm-hmm. the original trilogy, you have the late 90s, early 2000s, and now you have a 18, 19, and 20, um, t- like 2018, 2019, 2020, new shows. So if you were 
uh, teenager when the first one came that came out, you have gotten to see all three of these. Yet if you were a teenager when the second one, you know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, I do see what you're saying. But what I'm saying is back to them being hard to please. We're Star yeah. Wars fans. And oh, we're, yeah. We're terribly hard to please. Definitely. But what I think it would be a good idea if they did is if there was any way to do it right, I would like to see a redone, better version of the prequels. And it would be so hard to do. It really would. Because the prequels are bad, but there are bad. Like, yeah. the Star Wars fans are like, we hate the prequels, but there are But they movies. can't be changed. They yeah. can't be ch- You can't go back and undo no. that. Like, you would literally need a time machine to go back oh, and yeah. redo that. And those. I honestly, I don't think you could make them any better than what they are. I, I don't think you could either. I, I, there's not much, because the whole point of the prequels is, you know, the rise of political powers and the fall of the Jedi, and they did they did what they wanted to do. It just, just wasn't interesting. It was, it was not very... Like, they talked about trade negotiations. Yeah. Like, the, the, I will say, I would take the Phantom Menace over Attack of the Clones. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Attack of the Clones uh, is the worst the prequel. the worst Star Wars movie. Because it, it's just so... Meh. Bad. Like, there's there's nothing... Even it's the all big, flatline. Even the big fight in the end with all the Jedi, it's flatline. not good. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Count Dooku gets away. They waited until another movie to kill him to show that, oh, Anakin's being bad. Like, it, it just was bad. There it's was, just a flatline movie. You could easily skip it. Oh, yeah, totally. You, yeah. And like, the, if you're at home I, and you I, plan to watch Star Wars, go ahead and skip that one. Watch the confess. first one and watch the third one. You don't need the second I one. I will confess... I've been an avid Star Wars fan my whole life, and you know I have because oh, yeah. we've grown up together. I did not watch Attack of the Clones until I was 14 years old. That's all right. You and know, that's they, okay. It is not a watch. You don't need to watch it. It's no. bad. I didn't see the prequels until, like, w- until I, I went to the movies and was like, oh, they have more Star Wars movies? And my dad was like, yeah, they're not really good. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I, I, I remember when they re-released the first one. So that, I think yeah. that was like 2009, maybe? 2009, yeah, because there was some anniversary where it was like, relive the spectacle of years yeah. ago. And everyone I just was like, remember, no, we don't I, want to relive yeah. the spectacle. I just it's remember bad. they released the first, re-released it, and then I went to go see it then. And that was the first time I had seen the prequels. I just kept watching the original. I didn't know there was anything else. And then I saw the prequels, and for the longest time, I'm kind of embarrassed to say it, but for the longest time, Star Wars Revenge of the Sith, the third one, was my favorite Star Wars movie. I'm not embarrassed to say that. I think Revenge of the it's Sith is such a, a good movie. It's a quality film. Everybody talk about Rogue One being underrated. That's the most underrated prequel. Yeah. Like everybody recognizes it as the best prequel, but like if you go back and watch it, it's, it's a good it's movie. It's a quality film. I, I can't it's, hate it. It, it. I mean, and the prequels are uh, they're okay. They're watchable. Except for two, but they're they're watchable. You can get through them. You can experience the Star Wars experience. They're they're all right. Yeah, Um, I think that they're all right. But I mean, there's no way they're going to remake them. I'm excited for uh, Ryan Johnson's Knights. He hasn't said what they are. Oh yeah. But I'm. We all know it is. It's the Mandalorian people. Yeah. Is that what that is? No, the, no, no, no. Oh, that's a different one. No, Ryan Johnson's the one that did um, The Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. That is, I like The Last Jedi. It was okay. The first time. The first time was amazing. The first watching is really the good. the second and third time, you think, eh. this is slightly less good. Yeah. Um, not bad, but, I mean, I... I'm, it's just, it has really... And, I, I, I mean, I've said this before, too. It has really, really high points and really, and really, really, really low. low points. There's no average movie in that in that whole thing. It's all... Really, really good, and really, really low, and that's just that's just part of it. I have a problem. The only movie that I have a problem has come out recently, like in the new ones. I didn't like Episode Seven even when I first saw it because honestly, it's like Harrison Ford said they're killing him beforehand, 
you knew that that's the only reason he's there is to die, and then it's just episode four. That is true. I I I think I uh, I I think when I first watched it, I watched it with nostalgia goggles, mm-hmm. and so obviously I, I went in and I was like, oh my god, we haven't seen a Star Wars movie in since two thousand and five. This is amazing. And I really loved the first time. And I honestly think I saw that movie in theaters like 10 times. I way overwatched that movie. And then now, I, don't, I, I have never watched it since after the first year it came out. Yeah. Just because I saw it so much, I could literally probably quote the whole movie. And so every time I'm like, ooh, I want to do a Star Wars marathon, I'm just like, eh. The cool thing about... Um, the, the best part about Episode Seven wasn't the fact that there was a movie. The best thing about it was, you know, when we were freshmen in high school when mm-hmm. this trailer dropped because it came out in, like, December and the trailer dropped, like, the you know, when we got in. Yeah. We were freshmen in high school, and we, you know... Were, were we? I feel like... No, no, it came out in 2015, so we were freshmen. It did? Yeah. Okay. And I don't think so. Okay. Let's, uh... I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like that would have made my freshman year a lot more memorable. Maybe it was sophomore year. No, it was freshman year. You're right. 2015, I was You're right. right. Yeah. I Because I remember it, it came out. You're like 0 for 3 on me being right. You're, That's true. You said John. I, this is brought up, you know, people listening to the last podcast. They said the funniest part was when you're like, he's 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, John Cena's 6'1". Close enough. <laughs> but um, all right. I, uh, I think the best part of that movie was we weren't as conscious about, oh, looking up on the internet, see what the rumor is, you know, what yeah. that's what the MCU has done, where everybody's speculating. We yeah, weren't yeah. speculating about that. And I remember literally, like, getting on Twitter one day, and everyone was losing their minds because a new Star Wars trailer dropped, and everyone was like, what? Yeah. You know, this, this is totally unexpected. We know that Disney bought it, and then they're like, bam, new movies. So, yeah, that was the, and, that, and that was probably, go ahead. That first trailer. You see the speeder going next to the crashed yeah. Star Destroyer. You get, I get chills right now oh, thinking yeah. about it. It's like, that was the coolest thing. And, now and like it, she like moves away, and you can like see in her goggles or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, was, it was nice. And the music in that movie makes the movie. Yes. Like the, and we played it freshman year, too, yeah. when it came out, which is crazy because our, our band director never does anything fun. Never does uh, anything new. No, no, he does fun things, but he never does anything new. We pretty much had to like nickel and dime, not nickel and dime, like, like, twi- twist his arm <laughs> yeah, behind yeah, his yeah. back, yeah, but, to get him to do fun stuff. Yeah, but, but eventually he came around. But that was just John. A, if you're listening, we love you. Yeah, yeah, love you, Miss Trumper, totally. Uh, but no, that was just such a, a new thing, and that that we played something like that, and it was just like what. Yeah. And the music of that is just that makes the movie. Like you can I could listen to Ray's theme right now and just get the chills cuz it's such a good I'm more good of a, theme. I'm more of a march of the first order. Guy. Oh, well duh. Yeah. That that that's like saying um Circle of Life's the best song in The Lion King when obviously it's <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> like there's no competition at all. You're looking at me weird. Yeah, there is competition. Uh, be prepared is not a better song than uh uh, can you feel the love? No, no. Yeah. Be prepared is the best song in The Lion King, hands down. I, I'm, I'm gonna throw a challenge flag. Here, here it comes. There's, there's my red challenge. I don't know. Flag. All right, we'll, we'll give a challenge for anyone who's listening. You can decide which one. We'll make one. a Twitter poll. We'll make a Twitter we'll make poll, a Twitter poll okay. right now. Okay, right. We right. don't have a Twitter, so go follow uh, Brody. Brody. Real Brody Cox. At Real Brody they Cox. don't know about this yet because it isn't live. So when they see this in like a week, they'll understand because we're pre-recording this episode. Yeah, this is Thursday the 27th. So I may put this one out on Tuesday. 
So since since we hit you, did it today. Yes. But he's so, uh, making his tweet right now. <sighs> so yeah. So which do you think is the best song in Lion King? Do you think it's Be Prepared or Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Obviously, it's Be Prepared. Team Jesse all the way. Oh, do hashtag Team Jesse or hashtag Team Brody. Cause and, and then obviously Brody thinks it's Can You Feel the Love Tonight, but that's not even like a Lion King song. When I think that, I think Elton John. I don't think Lion King. When I think Be Prepared, I think Lion King, and that's the best hands down song in the Lion King. Like no the, competition. The poll is live. Yep. So if you uh, haven't voted yet, go vote on that poll now, and uh, cause it's what it's up for a week. No, it's up for like the day. Oh well, never mind. Don't go vote. Um, because you won't be able to. The next podcast, I'll be proved right. That's why I no, set up for No, 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 no. This one, it's going to be one in three, just like UT football, baby. I will be right. <laughs> See, the, the, the only thing about not recording this next week when we said we were going to record it is because, you know, one, work schedules. You know, yeah, he has to work. Work, work sucks. But I was really looking forward to recording one next week with, like, all the Georgia hate in full swing, and then the next oh, yeah. week just being totally defeated. Well, who knows? We may put a put another one out there. May do two. Two in one week. I'm, I'm down for two in one week. I might be able to, to swing that. Yeah. I had so much trouble getting everything uploaded last night. Uh, if you don't know already, hopefully you do know, but all the podcast has been uploaded. It's on YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Anchor, and like podcast or soundcast or whatever. If you go to... Literally everything. Literally everything. Like I put it on as much possible as you can. If you go to... Here, let me get you the link right now. While well, I'm thinking about it, if if not, then I I'll forget and it won't be, won't be good. But if you go to, let's see, oh, if you go to um, anchor f anchor a n c h o r dot f m slash light lightly salted tv, and you hit go, it's gonna take you to our podcast page on that website. You, and the link to listen to it on Spotify will be there. And um, I believe the other links to all the other things will be able to listen to other websites there too. And you can listen to it on that Anchor website. And if you go to YouTube, you can uh, find our channel, uh, Lightly Salted TV, and you can watch it on YouTube with some added visuals. There, It's really just like bubbles and stuff. It's not anything interesting. But if you haven't watched it yet, go ahead and do that now. I think I looked the other night, and I think already like 60 people have watched it. I was really confused. <laughs> yeah, because we've been promoting this thing out the wazoo. So if you haven't watched it, go watch that after you finish this one. Yes, definitely. Watch watch the second one before the first well, one. Well, yeah. they don't like correlate. That, There's a few stuff we have talked yeah. about. Uh, this one's pretty much been dedicated all to movies, though. So, I mean, I guess this one's a, a movie one. we still have 20 minutes left. Wow. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah, we do, because we got held over a little bit. Yeah. So there's another theory on here, back to the Star Wars cast. Okay. Um, the Star Wars Marvel cast. Which uh, which Star Wars movie are we talking about? We're talking about Episode Nine now, because there's a theory that I saw that I want to talk about something else before we get done, because, you know, we've had a lot of stuff that we wanted to talk about, but we've been down the rabbit hole, because this is all exciting stuff. Yeah. Movies, that's uh, really what I, I'm probably most interested in. Brody's up there as well. So, so... There's a theory okay. that it was on Reddit. You know, it's, it's come to attention today. What if when Kylo Ren said, you know, he's pledging to Darth Vader's, you know, charred helmet, he was like, I will finish what you started. What if he wasn't really talking about being like a bad I've guy? I've seen this one. What if he was like, I'm going to bring balance to the Force, 
And the reason why I'm being this guy is because I burned down the Jedi Temple, but I also killed Supreme Leader Snoke. So technically, like, everything's fair game right now because I'm trying to bring balance to the Force, not have, like, you know, a bunch of these factions and stuff. I've seen this one. Yep, I have. Uh, my bad. I have seen this one. And that um, since the, the Emperor is now back, when he means finish what you started, he, Kylo Ren's going to be the one who ends up killing the Emperor. Oh, you know that Kylo Ren's going to get redeemed. You know that's just a thing. If he doesn't get redeemed, that'll be a, a ballsy move. I honestly I hope that they to. move Ray to the dark side. What? I don't think Disney will have the balls to do it, <laughs> but I really want to see like Ray kick some ass. But you know what it's going to be? It's going to be the same thing that's happened in both of the other two movies. In the first one, she had her vision where she was like tripping on acid or whatever, and she was running through like Cloud City or whatever, and she could hear uh, Obi Wan and Vader. And in the second one, it was her in the mirror. Um, yeah. It was the third one, and the, the third one, what it's going to be, it's going to be her vision seeing her turn dark, just like Luke did when he went on Dagobah. They won't have the balls to turn her dark. I will say, how interesting would that be as a movie if they ended off the entire Skywalker saga with everyone being bad? Like, everyone just goes to the dark side, the dark side wins. Like, I would, I, I, I'd honestly love it. Or if, like, Kylo and Rey team up and just, like, kill everyone, where they are, like, the only two like force users left in the world and they form their own new force where there's no good there's no bad there's just like love peace and not love <laughs> we're not making one of those theories can you feel <laughs> except no. they like kill everybody yeah yeah, yeah. but they, they kill it, all the other force users and it's just the two of them and they they bring up the new the new era of of force users but but it's just like middle of the road where they can both be bad and they can both be good, but they don't lean to either side because that's what the Force wants. It wants to be peace. That's what I would like, honestly. I think that... Um, what? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this, this just in. Breaking news. No, this just in. Like, new new. What? What is it? Late Wednesday, news broke that Kevin Feige, producer and president of Marvel Studios, will collaborate with Lucasfilm I saw that. on at least one new Star Wars film. But what will this project be about? I saw that. And so honestly, we're I, getting the Marvel Star Wars cinematic universe. I don't want it's it. Not, it's not going to be that way. I, I don't want it either because the last thing. I like the fact that Star Wars is currently what? It'll be nine movies, this whole saga? Yeah, the whole Skywalker saga will be nine movies. I feel like that's good, and I like it, but it shouldn't be like the Infinity Saga. I'm down with the Old Republic if they do something different. I don't want the Skywalker Saga to no. turn into like the Infinity Saga. It's done. Like, There's a big new big bad that Rey and Luke... I don't want that. No, don't, no, no. Do not touch that nine-movie saga. Don't touch Kevin it. Feige is a good... Director, he cre- what he well, producer, what he has created with the Avengers has been never seen before, and it is great. He needs to leave that with Disney. He does not need to bring it. Oh, he needs to leave it with the Avengers. All of it's under Disney. He needs to leave it with Marvel. He does not need to bring that to Star Wars. That's not what Star Wars needs. Star Wars needs like what current DC is doing, where they're just putting out one-and-done movies. That's what Star Wars really needs, and that's what the fans would enjoy. And Star Wars is all about storytelling. I'm not yes. storytelling on a smaller scale. Yeah. The MCU is about telling a story... Like comic you, book style. Yeah, I mean, that that's it, what it is. That if you look back at it, the MCU has told a single story over, like like I said, 24, 25 years. Yeah, like 10 years. And... The Star Wars has told a story over nine movies, but it's been a longer time in between. But those nine movies are, even the prequels are bad, they're an excellent, like, continuous one story on a small scale, has beginning, middle, and end, three trilogies to 
you know, demonstrate that. We don't need to have it branching off into any other things. Because mm -hmm. my, my worry about the new Marvel movies getting back is that, like, where are they going to go now? Dude, what because, are they going to do? Because the Infinity Saga is the biggest story that the comics have ever told. They could do Secret Wars and Secret Invasion, which is, like, the second biggest, which, I mean, that'd be fine. I'm all well and good with that. It'd be a quality, you know, film. But like, Anything they do is going to be good. It's, it's gonna just, be like, good, but like, is I, it going to be as good? I'm worried that nothing is going to match up to the magic that we got with the... Uh, oh, yeah, definitely not. Saga. No, nothing's going to be as good as what uh, what they created with the Infinity Saga because that was just something that was so secretive, so I mean, it, forward it, it's moving. literally 10 years in the making. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, and honestly, I, I think if, if, if uh, Kevin Feige doesn't come into the Star Wars universe at all, I think that's... That's okay. Like, I mean, uh, just because he's a good producer with what he has done, not trying to knock on that at all, but that doesn't mean he has to produce everything. That's like when uh, I, I kind of get annoyed when people just go to the Russo brothers for Avengers stuff. It's like they aren't the only ones that have done Avengers they movies. They were literally not there for over, like, three-fourths of this. Like, Joss Whedon yeah. made the first Avengers movie. Like, but but people would be like anymore because he failed miserably on the Justice League. Yeah. But still, but people like go up to him, go up to them, and it's like, so what did you mean by this? And they're just like, oh yeah, we. And it's like, wait a minute, you didn't. You didn't do. You anything. didn't do this. Yeah. You you expanded off of what other people have created, which is is fine. They created some great stuff, but I, I think when all the the fan base have just rallied behind them as the head of the Avengers or the head of the Infinity Saga when they're not. I agree. I agree. I think that they did really good work with the last two, you know, Infinity War oh, yeah. and Game. But like, there were so many other people that you have to get into. Like, yeah. you look at all the people that directed the individual movies. You look at all this yeah. other stuff. Like, one of my favorite members of the behind the scenes of the MCU is the guy that wrote. Th this is really obscure. The guy who wrote <laughs> Doctor Strange, like wrote the movie, like the story, the dialogue, uh -huh. is a uh, C. Robert Cargill, and he did a really good book called Sea of Rust, and he's one of the best writers of our time. And he wrote a Marvel movie, and nobody talks to him about exactly. why he made the character the way he did. Because he wrote the film. They talked to the Russo brothers. It's like, was Doctor Strange this way? But it's like, he did. They didn't do it. You should go to the sky. I know that that that's what uh, that really gets under my skin. Where it's just like, no, they they didn't have anything to do with it. But it's whatever. But I definitely do think that. Uh, Having Kevin Feige just stay out of the Star Wars films is the best foot for it. No, yeah, he needs to not ruin our childhood. Like, he wouldn't ruin it. He no, would he wouldn't. He would make it really good, but I don't want that touched. No. I'm, I, like, I'm not here the, for it. The Skywalker saga is going to end this year. It's going to be great. It's going to be done. And there won't be a Star Wars movie, I think they said, for a year. And then then we'll come out with, obviously, we're going to have our Disney Plus stuff, which we're going to have Obi-Wan on that. And they're doing The Mandalorian, which is directed by the two... Um, the people who did Game of Thrones. Talk about money. I'm going to have to buy Disney+. Plus. I know. You know, what I'll, you know what else? Like, I'm, I'm telling you, my theory, I'm sure I've mentioned it before, is that we're pretty much just going back to cable, but more expensive cable. We're just yeah. paying for on-demand. But here's my thing. Disney Plus is going to be great, but do you know what's really looking good as well that I want to buy? What? The Apple Plus. Apple TV Plus. I saw a movie on A lot on of there. those movies that are coming out in series was it? look really, really, really good. Yeah. The only problem is that, like, I don't want to buy everything. It's like, it gets to a point where there's there's stuff on Hulu that, like, comes on network TV. Like, if you really look at it, yeah. Hulu has what's on network TV that you want on demand. Yeah. Like, South Park, Family Guy, Fox stuff, you know, all yeah, that yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix has a bunch of good original content and, 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 
and friends in the office right now in parentheses because next oh, yeah. year getting NBC's rid of getting a streaming service, so we're going to have to go to them. So you have that. Then you have Disney Plus, which has all the MCU stuff pretty much to where eventually, other than the well, I mean, other than the movies, that's all that it's going to be is all the back catalog and all the TV shows and Star Wars. Then you have Apple Plus, which looks like it's going for like a more um, Netflix Netflix style. Where yeah, it's like they have all these really cool looking individual series and movies. But you know you got to pay for that too. So if you look at it, if you tattle, tally it, sorry, not tattle. If you, if you tattle it all up, if you tally it all up, you're going to end up paying like forty or fifty dollars a month. Yeah, because each one is roughly around ten. Thir- yeah, 10, twelve, thirteen dollars. Yeah. You're going to be paying fifty dollars a month for all this stuff, and you can get a bottom of the line cable package for like. 60. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I get that it's a better deal slightly, but I just don't want to have to, and then you have to click out of an app and go into another one. I wish that it was, they would consolidate them at least to where they, all these companies would come together. And if they really didn't want to make, or I guess that's not even a valid argument. If you want all this better, you just need to go to the cable companies and say, look, you're getting your butts handed to you. Just make cable better. I mean, we're in an era where TV, other than live sports, is just not what it used to be. No. You can get it all on demand. No one watches TV it, anymore. You can get it all on demand. People DVR stuff. So why don't you just make TV as it is, Better. DVR on demand, and then we have the two or three ads before YouTube videos, you know, just make ads like that. Like, we're tired of standard TV. It doesn't work. Yeah. But did you see where... Disney is you can buy like a three year membership for like two hundred dollars, which which prices the thing for like four dollars a month. That's very reasonable. It really is. I know what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> I've really thought about it, but it, that that puts you in a three year contract with Disney Plus. Okay, so think about it. It launches what November of this year. So it I'm pretty sure it's this year. It pretty much launches next month. Oh my god. So I should ask for that for my birthday. Well, think about it. If it launches next month, like in November, yeah, you wait a little bit. You get your subscription. You start. You pay that January first, twenty twenty. I think you have to prepay that though. Oh, I was going to say. I think you have to go in there's a way before to you can get it. So think about it. If you paid that two hundred dollar fee, January first, twenty twenty, you would get all of the twenty twenty Marvel stuff, all the twenty twenty one Marvel stuff, which we've discussed is a lot, and then all the twenty. You pretty much get Phase Four of Marvel. And whatever they're doing with Star Wars oh, yeah. and all their other stuff, yeah, that seems pretty worth it to me. But I, I think, think about the money fact that, check me if I'm wrong, but I think you do have to go ahead and and buy it before it comes out. It's like a pre-order kind of contract deal where you, if you go ahead and pay for it now, you'll get a three-year membership valued at four dollars a month, where the original, uh, just monthly people, the the average person who's going to do it that don't that doesn't have three hundred dollars on hand right now, I think for them it's twelve. This article is titled, You Can Pre-Order Disney Plus Starting Now, Comma, But There's a Very Underlined Capitalized Good Reason You Should Wait. <laughs> Go ahead. What do you see um, in that? I'm looking for the money. But it is a, a definitely okay. an interesting well, here's topic. What, I, don't, I haven't seen the... I'm looking for dollar signs here. Oh, that's a pretty good deal, actually. There's one way... If, there's, this is what it is. So this article says that you can get it for $69.99 a year. Right, six ninety nine a month. But there's a better deal that comes out that you can't pre-order. If you wait until November twelfth, even if that means not being among the first, you can get twelve ninety nine for Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, and Hulu. Now, that's a deal. Is that a month? That's twelve ninety nine a month. And honestly, that's as much as Netflix. 
So Netflix has gone up. I think Netflix I mean, is fifteen. I, no, I have. You can get tiers with Netflix. So if you want like the good Netflix, it's yeah. like whatever. But my Netflix that I have is just one screen because I was like, I I'm gonna use it for myself, or if my family wants to use it, we watch it together pretty yeah. much. And it's eight bucks a month, which isn't bad. That's not bad. But my thinking is, I think mine's like fifteen. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'd rather cancel my eight dollar a month Netflix and just bum somebody's password to watch Stranger Things because that's all I really watch, and get ESPN Plus and Hulu and Disney for twelve ninety nine because like more of the things that I actively watch from TV that I'd want to have like on on demand or on yeah, Hulu or on like, all of the animation on Fox like King of the Hill and stuff yeah and like Rick and Morty or it's like all uh, on Hulu and like it's it's the type of thing where like I wouldn't watch it on regular TV but I'd watch it there yeah it's because it's accessible because all Netflix really has going for it right now is they have some really good original stuff that like I would just want uh, occasion by occasion case by case yeah and they have friends, but that's going away. And then I'm—I must confess, I'm not a big fan of The Office. But I've—I've um, I've seen it and watched it all the way through, and I did enjoy it. It's definitely talking about storytelling, even though they don't—even though they don't do a story every single episode, it does have an overarching storytelling, and that's something that's interesting. But honestly, think about it: of the stuff that would be leaving. Uh, Netflix when Disney makes their own like the heart of Netflix stuff is that's why they've gone so much towards their own stuff is because Disney owns a lot and when you take all that away if you look at Netflix though the only really big the three big things that it has going for it if you really look at Netflix they have Stranger Things, which even though you don't like it is a cultural phenomenon. A lot of people like it It and it does it does do well so you have um, the comedy yeah, yeah, like uh, stand-up really, comedy. Oh, they have a new stand-up comedy special about every two weeks. And yeah, it's really and good. some of it's good. And I'm a big fan of stand-up comedy. And then the third thing that Netflix has going for it, I guess we could love 13 Reasons Why and... All their original shows, kind of. Just those two shows, because, I mean, name me another Netflix show that is as culturally impactful as Stranger Things, let alone... Stranger Things is obviously the biggest one. That one's up there. But then you've got, like, 13 Reasons Why is like a, That one was up there when it came out. Yeah, it's like limping to the barn now that it's its third <laughs> yeah, season. Yeah. Like, nobody likes it anymore. And fun fact, this is a tangent again, but they've edited out the scenes of suicide. Oh, they have? Yeah, they've edited them out. because. Oh, I wish they would have done that before I watched it. Yeah, me too. It was painful. That was disgusting. Like, I watched that solely for educational. I wanted to be able to talk about it. And I I watched it, and I was I was sick. It got me sick. Like, And I, I have a strong stomach, but that, like, I can't watch people getting shots in a movie. And I, watching that, we're not going to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, uh, and then the last thing it has going for it is, like, I mean, other than it has like two or three good original movies, like the Ted Bundy movie, but like yeah, it'll release one good movie every year, pretty yeah, much. It's the a lot of the original movies aren't that good. No, yeah. and there's so many to sift shit like sift through, not shit through, um, <laughs> sift through. I that will it's hard say to find something. T- we've had two this year. The Ted Bundy movie is really good, and with then that, um yeah, Zach uh, Zach Efron. Yeah, Zach Efron. I was like, what's his name? And then uh, Murder Mystery is okay. It's not the best. Which one was that? The Adam Sandler. Oh, I love that movie. That one was hilarious. I want to watch Between Two Ferns, the movie, because you watched it without me. I did. I didn't know you want to watch it. And I'm I want to watch that. So I, I didn't know we were like a married couple and we have to watch things together. Honey, <laughs> I'm coming home it. to watch a movie. I can't make an informed decision about it. Uh, it's funny. The, honestly, uh, and if any of you are interested in watching it, honestly, the best part about that movie is just the the bloopers at the end and the fact that it's its own original uh it was a, a TV series before so and that that movie has a stacked cast it does it it's good it's good it's but good. yeah 
but it's it's definitely something to look forward to. We have a lot of things to look forward to. We do. Uh, this, these next couple years, and I'm glad we're going to be able to bring you all along the way. I just pointed at my mic, and Brody can uh, <laughs> attest to that, that yeah. I pointed to my bike, mic when I was like, I'm glad we get to bring you along all the way. I'm glad that we started this podcast when we did. Being a fr- We can look back on it, have it all throughout college, and be like, this is how much culture has changed in four years. Because oh, I yeah. wish we'd been able to do this in high school, because the generation that we live in, Culture changes like every four years. Oh, yeah. There's stuff freshman year that would not like it, it's just crazy to think yeah. of, like that was four years ago. Well, like, if you think about clothes changed. and everything too, it's crazy. It's like some the things people wear today, you would not be allowed to wear that 10 years ago or four, it, even like 20 20, years ago. Even 2015. 2015, yeah. things have changed. And yeah, without getting into things. without getting into another thing. But, anyways, we're glad that you're going to be here and joining us on uh, this journey. But as always, just go ahead and uh, like this video if you're watching it on whatever platform you're watching. That um, Again, that is anchor.fm slash lightly salted TV. And uh, that will take you right to the main hub for the podcast. And you'll be able to uh, get on Spotify and watch it on there. Or if you go to YouTube, click on our channel, lightly salted TV. It's all a picture one word. of a Yeah, well, all, all one, one word. word. <laughs> all one word. Lightly salted TV. It's a picture of a microphone. Uh, and you can do that there. And uh, it's on SoundCloud too. And just uh, like I said, follow me and Brody. At real Brody Clocks and at Cox. real Brody Cox at B-R- real Brody Clock B R O D Y C O X. I win Twitter all the time. You'll you'll be able to find me. And then uh, over here at VP Farley, but I don't post much on there, uh, so that's okay. And then just uh, just like this video, tell your friends about it, and if you enjoy it, let us know. But we will uh, you'll hear from us maybe two times next week. Who knows? Yep. Have a very good day. And we'll see you all later. Bye bye. Bye bye.